everyone. I'm Alexa. And I'm Taylor, and we are Uncorked and Unfiltered. And we would like to remind you guys to subscribe to us wherever you are listening to us. And if that's on Apple Podcasts, to give us five stars and leave us a review if you feel like you want to. And then you can also follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at uncorked underscore unfiltered. And our Twitter is at uncorked podcast. So we're back from our trip. Yes. We survived. Well, okay. So it was like a skiing trip, but we didn't ski. So yes, we survived. <laughs> <laughs> like, so us, like we drive to Vermont, which is like the peak time. Like it was beautiful up there too. Like the snow, it snowed like every day. It was so nice. Right in like, you know, the skiing area. And Taylor and I, the day when like our friend went to ski, what did we do? We went and got food and drank mm-hmm. and shopped. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we kind of won in the situation because for all of the reasons that you just said, but right. then everyone wanted to go to the town we went to af- the next day. We're trendsetters. But essentially, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, we are. And it's hard to be us, but we wake up every day and we do it. So for you guys. Okay, I'll stop. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, we had a good time. We named Taylor's uh, Blackout Ego, and her name is Jen Shaw. If you watch The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, you will get that reference. But um, it was a pleasure to meet Jen Shaw again. Like, I hadn't seen her in a little bit, and, like, I missed her, and I, like, wondered how she was doing. So it was really nice to, like, be able to catch up with her. Um, It was a good time. Okay, I feel like, though, I really only get mean when I drink, like, rum. Yeah, I agree. And it's like not even straight up mean. It's you're you're confused and you don't know how to you don't know how to speak what you're thinking right. in your head, which then and then if I'm giving you the look of like I don't know what the fuck you're saying, you right. then get you get mad because you can't figure it out. Right. Um yeah, it's a wild it's a wild ride. I really wish I recorded you, but I honestly thought you were going to kill me. I so probably I was like if you would have caught me, it would have been like ah! <laughs> It's like I'm a toddler and I just don't know any words. And I'm just like, why aren't you in my head? Like, it would just be easier if you just knew what I was thinking all the time. I wish I was. I mean, like, I feel like I basically know everything you're going to say, but it's just I can't fully read your mind. No. So we're getting there, though. We're going to work on it for sure, because Jen Shaw needs help sometimes. And I want to help her. Jen Shaw should not drink rum anymore and she'll be fine. Yeah. I agree. But yeah, it was a good time. I recommend going to uh, Woodstock, Vermont. It's the cutest town and mm-hmm. the, we loved it. Good vibes all around. Yeah. Go to the Vermont flannel company. Yes. And the Red Rooster restaurant. Oh my God. In. Yes. Woodstock in. You'll love Woodstock it. Woodstock in. Yep. You'll love it. You're welcome. Leave us five stars. Thanks. Um, okay. So I guess on to our hot takes um we'll start this off with kind of like a confirmation for you guys shailene woodley has finally confirmed that she's engaged to aaron Rodgers. so she did an interview on jimmy fallon and she just like spilled the beans so the couple met during the pandemic and they've apparently been engaged for a while because she like pulled it up and she was like yes i'm engaged um new to you guys but it's not really new news to me 
Um, mm-hmm. So they've just really kept it under wrapped. And it was funny because she like confessed that she knows nothing about football and has never been to a game with the pandemic, but she's starting to learn about it. And I just think that's like, it reminded me of us. Like this is so on brand for her to be like, I'm, mar- I'm marrying Aaron Rodgers, but like, no, nah, football is just, I don't get it. I, what is it? Um, but she even said though, she doesn't really even see him as like a huge football star. He's just like probably her Aaron. It's like a sweet guy. So seems really cute that like, obviously they are random pairing. So they clicked. Yeah. There's, I'm like, I have so many questions. How did they meet? When did they meet? Like, it's just so, so random. I feel like, are they close in age? Do we even know that? I mean, she's probably a little younger than him, but I know she's like in her thirties. So not too far off. Okay. I just, it is cute because it is probably like, she's not dating him because he's some big football guy. Like she's dating him because she genuinely likes him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I did look it up and she's 29 and let me see how old he is. He is 37. So yeah, that's like nothing. That's what. Yeah, once you're once you're that old, it's not that old. It's not old at all. But once you're like older and you're mature and you're like an adult, that's nothing. Yeah, it's literally like no difference really at all. Good for them, yeah. happy. We love confirmation. Yeah, we do love that, and that was good because you know, like we all knew, but like we couldn't like fully know because you just didn't right. say anything. So thank you. Right. Also, like when's the wedding? I would like to know as well. Thank you. Yep. So there's that. Good for them. Speaking of couples, <laughs> but Prince Philip, this is sad, is in the hospital. Poor guy. He's 99 years old. Woof. No, woof. He's in the hospital apparently for some kind of infection, nothing COVID related. Um, they said he'll be in for a few days still, but they give him treatment for the infection and it seems to be working. So I guess that's good. Yeah. But I'm just you got to keep kicking because I can't take a loss right now. No, you know? I, he has to do it for us because I can't right now. I'm dealing with too much. Um, think of other people besides yourself, Philip. Thank you. We love you, Philip. We didn't love you in the first few seasons of The Crown, but I think you've matured and like come a long way since then. He's come a long way. And now all of my hatred is just fully centralized to Charles. So, um, I don't have any more room to hate any other character. <laughs> yeah. I fully support that as well. Yeah. Fully. But since we're talking about the royal family, um, I don't know if you saw, but Harry and Meghan are doing, I remember it was already filmed, but they did a tell all with Oprah and it's premiering uh, Sunday, March 7th. And I'm going to tune in because I'm so curious. One million percent. I will be glued to the TV that day. Got to figure out what channel it's on, what time. Yes. And when we get closer, we'll post about it on our Instagram and stuff. But it's going to be like Sunday night, March 7th. But Mm. coincidentally, good old Queenie just announced that she is making a public announcement on that same day, basically hours before this comes out. And it's almost like it's just almost too much of a coincidence. So people are like, is she going to confront some things? Is she nervous that Harry's saying something she doesn't want him to? Like, is she addressing it? So I will be watching that as well. 
Me too. I'm just so confused because I didn't think Harry and Queenie left off on like a bad foot. So I'm just like, what is she nervous about? Like, I I hope it's more of a statement of her just being like, we, you know, we love William or not William. We love Harry and Meghan. We support them and all their ventures. Like we wish them the best from the royal family, blah, blah, blah. But like, I just get the vibe that that's not what it's going to be about. Like, I get the vibe that it's going to be her saying something that they're going to say is not true. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I am very curious as well, because I guess there is some stuff we don't know happens behind closed doors. So I guess we'll find out. Can't wait. Pumped. Pumped. Okay. On to the next. This isn't like huge news, but something to mention Nick Jonas is back to doing his solo music. And no, don't freak out. Taylor freaked out at first because she thought the Jonas Brothers broke up again. But it doesn't seem like that's the case. It just seems like since probably the Jonas Brothers need to like write another album and do all of that and that'll be a while, he's obviously written his own stuff and wants to still like do that type of stuff. So it was announced that um, he is hosting SNL and will also be the music musical guest so that's big for him like to do like not a lot of people do like both at the same time so mm-hmm. go nick go so yeah i mean i like his solo music so i've liked like the ones in the past so like uh, i'm sure i'll like vibe to it i'm i'm like excited to hear music from him yeah i am but i also am just i don't know i feel like last time this happened they broke up yeah, but they're different I'm, now. Yeah, they all have families now, which is even more of like a they could all break up again. No, that you means know? they're all in this together. Once you're... That was beautiful. Thank you. Not related to the Disney at all, but beautiful. It's Disney, but thank you. I don't know. I just got like a weird vibe from it. I mean, I support him going out on his own because like, do your thing, homeboy. I'm going to listen to year 3000 on repeat tonight, I think. So good. I think it's going to be fine. I just think he's a hustler and I'm sure even when they've came back together, they haven't, they, they, he probably hasn't just stopped writing his own music or collaborating with other people. And like his vibe is definitely different than what the Jonas brothers would come out with on their own. So I'll be positive for the both of us. I really don't see it as like a sign or a red flag. I just see it as like, him wanting to hustle, make some money during a pandemic and just like do stuff. But we'll see. We'll see. I mean, yeah, we'll see. Joe does have the new baby and stuff. So like that's probably distracted him from writing music as well. It so, would distract me. So, yeah, I think like a newborn would be a little bit difficult to focus on much else. I, I don't know. I've never had one. Right. I've never had one either. We have so much in common. Um, <laughs> But yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Commercial break. If you're looking for CBD products, look no further than Zelm Labs. They have CBD oils, CBD muscle cream, CBD skincare products, and much more. CBD helps calm anxiety, stress, and helps aid with sleeplessness. Zelm Labs is a premium CBD with a double certification with COA and GMP certified. Zelm Labs has a wide array of products from soft gels to gummies and even CBD for your dogs. Use our code UNCORKED 
U-N-C-O-R-K-E-D for 20% off of your products. If you go to zelmlabs.com, Z-E-L-M labs.com. All right. So let's get into a little Bachelor Nation stuff because last week wasn't enough. Matt has finally released a statement about everything. About time. Yeah, that has become... Well, it's not even his season, really. It's just like revolving around his season, I guess. But anyway, I shall read the statement for you now in case you haven't seen it already. Sorry if I choke. My throat's dry. The past few weeks have been some of the most challenging of my life. And while there are several episodes left of this season, it is important that I take the time to address the troubling information that has come to light since we wrapped filming, including the incredibly disappointing photos of Rachel Kirkconnell, and the interview between Rachel Lindsay and Chris Harrison. The reality is that I'm learning about these situations in real time, and it has been devastating and heartbreaking, to put it bluntly. Chris's failure to receive and understand the emotional labor that my friend Rachel Lindsay was taking on by graciously and patiently explaining the racist history of the antebellum South, a painful history that every American should understand intimately, was troubling and painful to watch. As black people and allies immediately knew and understood, it was a clear reflection of a much larger issue that the Bachelor franchise has fallen short on addressing adequately for years. This moment has sparked critical conversations and reporting, raised important questions, and resulted in inspiring displays of solidarity from the Bachelor Nation. It has also pushed me to reevaluate and process what my experience on The Bachelor represents, not just for me, but for all contestants of color, especially the black contestants of this season and seasons past, and for you, the viewers at home. I will continue to process this experience, and you will hear more from me in the end. My greatest prayer is that this is an inflection inflection point that results in real and institutional change for the better. I definitely agree when he says there'll be more to come. I'm sure there will be more to come because yeah, he's made it clear. He's not happy with what's happening, but he didn't really like get into it probably because he's not allowed to. So I'm sure once he is, he will. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was probably part one of his statements to come. I just wonder like, is he going to wait till the end of this season before he can say anything? Does he have to wait till his contracts up? Yeah, I don't. I know. Contract have anything to do with this, though, right? Oh, I think it does because it's defamation. Yeah. yeah, if he's talking against Chris Harrison, he's talking against the franchise. If he's talking like if he's going to into Rachel, it's kind of blaming it on the casting for not digging deeper. So mm-hmm. I, you know, the Bachelor, those contracts are like freaking insane. So I'm sure yeah. that they cover everything. They cover their asses. It's just been one thing after the other, I feel. And so it's now, and it's just like, what are the odds that this is happening with a girl who's literally in the final three spoiler. And it's just crazy that, you know, it's it's like a very awkward situation because, you know, no one knows where she ends up or like what happens with them. And it's just, yeah, it's. I feel like this. It's like different vibes this season, gearing up to the finale because of all that's happened with her. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I think if it was somebody who got eliminated early on, like obviously there still would be backlash, but it's just 
awkward because you're literally watching her and you see their connection and you're like, this girl could win. But like all this stuff is going on right now, however many months after filming. And you're just like, what the fuck? You know, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's like no one's really going to. It's like hard to really like straight up cancel her if like Matt's like. I'm married to the, I, you know, I'm engaged or I'm dating right. this person because then you're like, okay, well then let's hear if Matt's okay. You know what I mean? It's just right. like, I feel like everyone's kind of like afraid to fully know what's going on because they just don't know what happens. Right. I also too wonder, cause I don't, I haven't seen the spoiler, so I don't know if she wins or not, but I wonder if she doesn't win, if they've been in contact with each other and like, if she's reached out to him or something like you know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I know, Sam. I feel like there's so many unanswered questions and I feel like we're just not really going to have answers until this is all over. Yeah, which it's coming down to it, but I, I agree. It's like, I need answers now. Please. Thank you. Thank you so much. But speaking of which, we're just going to roll right into our Roses Recaps and Refreshers segment on the Bachelor episode that just happened last night. Well, if you're listening to this two nights ago. Um, but yeah, this was Hometowns. And like, I can't believe we're here already. Like, I do feel like I've been watching this season for a while. But then I'm also like, oh my God, Hometowns. Like, here we are. You know, I feel like now is when it starts to get really good. Like, I agree. All the other drama and stuff is fun. But now you're like, okay, like, who do we think is going to win? Who has the best connection? Like, let's really get into it. Yeah, I agree. So first up was Michelle, and we love her. We stand her. I'm obsessed with her. Yeah. And their date was so cute. They went bike riding, and then she brought Matt into her classroom because she's a teacher, and that was really cute. Like, the kids were grilling him, and it was cute to see them, like, laughing and having fun. And then he met her parents, and they seemed to really like him, I felt like. Like, they're – I feel like hers with the family was the most mellow. Like they liked him. He liked them. And then when she was talking to the mom and the dad, she was like, I'd get engaged with him if he proposed. And I feel like afterwards she was even more like, oh yeah, like I'm in. So all around it was, it was good. Yeah. I think her family was the most receptive of him and like the whole situation. Yeah. Next was Rachel. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um, they went skydiving and like it just did not go well for her at all it did not honestly I am shocked she didn't break something so she went skydiving they both jumped out of the plane the parachutes went off fine like everything looked great Matt landed first flawless landing then Rachel went to land and she used her face to come in between the ground and the plane yeah the ground and yeah, the I mean, she face planted into the earth. Well, yeah, well, she didn't do it on purpose. Like the wind moved the parachute and they didn't they didn't really have an option. And that's just how they landed. But it was so funny because when they kept teasing this and like the commercials and the promos and stuff, I was like, this is probably nothing. And they're being dramatic. And it, and then when I watched it, I was like, oh, my God, like, I agree. I like I'm shocked she didn't sure to break her nose. Literally, because she felt I'm not kidding when I say she fell on her face, like straight up on straight her face. Up. Yeah. Like when she went to her parents the next that night when they all were like hanging out or whatever, 
they were like, what do you guys do? And she's like, we went skydiving. And the mom's like, oh my God, that looks so fun. And then she was like, you don't even know how rough my landing was. I have about 10 pounds of makeup on, so you can't see the bruises. Yeah. Yeah. But Matt was so cute when he was like so worried and he was just like, that moment was really cute. And that's when it really showed me like Matt loves this girl. Like she just stands out to me as the one he likes the most. And it has been for a while, but like you could, it's just very clear and he can't hide it that he, there's just something about her, which is the awkward part because everything going on, but -hmm. there's just something about her that it's, it's very clear that he's like all in with her. Yeah. I mean, she did. I think meeting the parents went okay. Like, I think the mom and him got along, but the dad was like super skeptical about the whole thing, I thought. Yeah, as a dad should be. Yeah, true. And I guess she had told Matt she wanted Matt to ask her dad's permission, and Matt didn't do that. Yeah. So, so I... He did say he only wants to do it once, which I get. I can respect because if you're going to ask all four parents for their that's weird. weird, but it does make me a little bit like hesitant that she went that she might not win because like, what is he going to call the dad? How are you going to get the dad's number? Yeah. 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 I agree. It was definitely interesting. Like, just as you see that, like, just as you think that he's the one that she's the top runner. Then when he says something like, I'm not going to ask a dad's permission when I have four girls here, yeah. then it almost bring it. Like, I felt like that was a slap in the face for her. Cause it, I don't know if you remember, but she was talking to the parents and the, I mean, the dad was like, there's three other girls here. Like he's probably saying the same things to them. And she's like, no, he's not. She was like, I, he's like, how can you be so positive? And she was like, I just know, I know I'm different. And so I felt like that was a slap in the face when he basically reminded her, like there's other people, women here that I'm also very feel very strongly about so I'm not going to do that which kind of made it feel like I didn't really make a decision yet who if I'm picking yeah. and I feel like that was like rough for her to hear I feel like it was rough too but I also thought that was so naive of her to say it's like agreed the point of the show is he's dating and falling in love with multiple people like you can't sit here sit here and say like you're the only one that he feels that strongly about because then he would just get rid of everybody right then and there and date you uh, Claire Right. Um, yeah, it, I thought it like she could think it in her head, like, yeah. I, or she could say, like, I believe in our connection and I believe it's strong enough. But yeah, to straight up be like, I know I'm different. It's like, have you seen this show? Like, he's making out with all those other girls and co- in the overnights, probably fucking them. So calm down. Mm-hmm. Also, like, have you seen his connection with Michelle? No, because you haven't spent time in the room when he's with other people. Like, you know, you you only know how strong your connection is. Because you spend time with him one-on-one. You're not with all the other people. Yeah. Yeah, it was super naive of her. But Gee, I was like, come on, girl. We're better than that. Agreed. And then Brie was next. And oh, she's so pretty. Every t- Like, just this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, I always thought she was. But I was like, wow, she's gorgeous. Yeah. But um, she took him off-roading with, in, like, a Jeep as payback for when he almost killed her with their ATV on their first date um and it was like a cute little day date and they had some fun or whatever nothing too like memorable though so then he met her mom and her best friend which i thought was cute that the best friend came along that's something we would do oh totally um but yeah the mom she seemed skeptical at first and she was just like are you sure like 
come on. And then when Brie was like, I, I really think like I'm, I'm falling for him. The mom's like, you need to say that to him. Otherwise, like you can't sit on this. And then the mom said, you need to like go all in and you need to tell him all this. And if something happens, I'm here, but you need, like, you can't sabotage yourself. So then she took her mom's advice and she told him like, I'm, I'm falling in love with you. And it seemed like their night ended like very well. And they definitely Mm -hmm. grew more than they had like before that day. Yeah. Great advice from the mom, to be honest. I agree. You know, like, I mean, okay. You just meet a guy like you're four weeks in never take that advice, but like for the purpose of the show, I thought it was really good advice. Yeah. Like you quit your job. You, you're here. You're, it's now down to the end. So if you genuinely do like the guy, like you need to tell him and you need to go for it. Otherwise, what's the point? You're just wasting everyone's time. Yeah. Speaking of wasting time, uh, Serena. Damn. Yeah. So yeah. their date day date was really cute too. She's from Canada. So she had like a whole little Canada themed day. She was quizzing him on like trivia and they were eating Canadian food and obviously they played hockey so cute they seemed to vibe so well and then he met her family and her sister pulled her aside and was kind of like dude you don't really like him and she was like I think you're right no (laughs) it was yeah after that like her entire mood shifted yep it was crazy it was like the she was because what you know what now i'm coughing what you noticed Mm -hmm. um was she kept saying like i like that matt is this and i like that he's this and he's kind and he's this and he's this but then after the sister said something and she was just like i just feel like something's missing like you're not smitten then Serena was like, I just noticed myself always saying like how good he is and how awesome he is. But then as soon as I need to say like how I feel about him and how he makes me feel like I don't know what to say and I feel like I'm forcing myself. Yeah. And yeah, so I guess the sister really like woke her up and like facing what she's was trying to ignore. And it was crazy that the sister was just like, don't push this. Like don't force something that's not there. And then when mm-hmm. the mom was like, I think you're previous relationship really messed you up that was like really sad because obviously something went down there yeah um but yeah as you were saying as soon as she had that conversation with her sister and she like really faced what she was feeling she was off like she was turned off yeah I mean sometimes it just takes like one person to sit there and say like kind of like call you out of your bullshit and be like you don't feel the way you should feel about this person though and then you kind of just reflect and you're like, I couldn't put my my finger on it. But yes, something has been off this whole time. And that's what happened to her. And she did finally tell him. Um, I felt so bad. Like, he seemed so sad. She goes, you're not my person. Oof. I was like, honey, I just feel like why you could say that. Because I feel like that's mean. It was bizarre, too. She looked like a robot. Like, it looked like she couldn't give yeah. two shits about him. And she was yeah. just like, even when he walked in, she was just like, oh, hey, it was like, she's like really turned off by him for some reason. Um, yeah. yeah. And then like she was gearing up saying all this stuff and then she just ended it like, and it really just sums up to you're not my person. <laughs> it was like, yikes. Yeah. I mean, I guess we kind of all felt it 
last week with their one-on-one date it just it was off the whole vibe of the night was off she wouldn't kiss him when he needed a kiss like it was very strange he shouldn't have sent piper home that's all i'm saying Uh about that but I guess it's good that she kind of realized it and was like, I'm not going to stick around and like potentially take a rose from somebody like one of these women that really like, like him a lot, you know? So good for her. Yeah. Good for her. And it's just so interesting because this doesn't happen a lot. It happens when they're scared to get hurt. So they back away or they're like, I'm scared to get hurt slash. I can't even, I don't even know what I want. And then mixed with, you don't know what you want. I back away. But in this case, it was straight up her saying like, you're not it dude. And leaving. And that doesn't really happen this late in the game. So. Right. I mean, I hope she finds her person someday. Oh, she will. And maybe she'd, she'd be a good bachelorette. Yeah. She'd be okay. But yeah, she just got the ick and that was it. Once you get the ick, you can't get rid of it. Mm-mm. You got to get rid of him. <laughs> right. Dump him. Yeah. So then she went home and mm-hmm. I was crying. And then he got all upset thinking like, you know, if this happens with her. Could it happen with the others? And then when she doesn't show up at the rose ceremony, the three other girls were like, is she gone? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So we have our final three. They're Brie. Uh, Michelle and Rachel. I am team Michelle. I think it's going to be Michelle and Rachel final two. Mm-hmm. Calling it now. Sorry, Bray, but I think you are soon to go. And then the trailers for next week made it look like something absolutely insane happens, though. So, like, I actually don't know. I know. And he looks very upset. And that's why I wonder is something happening with Rachel because I just feel like that could trigger him. Mm. Um, I wonder if the whole, like, thing about how we didn't ask the dad uh for permission for her hand in marriage i don't know if that comes back around where then she then mm-hmm. gets in her like i am super curious but something definitely goes down i didn't even think of that you're so right yeah i don't know it's gonna be a good one next week i'm excited yeah me as well so we have fantasy suites and then we have the tell-all and then we have the finale so like only three more episodes this was like the longest bachelor season of my life it's so crazy Ah, what a what a life you know never a dull moment that's for sure never a dull moment um so yeah just stay tuned we will continue to be watching the episodes and talking about them if you can continue to be tuning in and by doing that you can hit that subscribe button and if it's on apple Podcasts, leave us a review And you can follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at uncorked underscore unfiltered. And our Twitter is at uncorked podcast. Stay hydrated. And drink wine. Bye, guys.